Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me, he leaves roses by the stairs because surprises let me know he cares. It's Nick Bassett. Whoa, where did that come from? And he did it for the nookie, the nookie. So you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah. It's Kit Lushev. You're taking me back to primary school discos with those couple of references. Digging them? I like them. Yeah. Nick oh. has no <laughs> idea. I'm too young for that shit. No. I'm too young for that shit. <laughs> Popped some Blink-182 on the other day and I was like, man, these guys, they got some bangers. Like, you don't realize it at the time, but. <laughs> Who are you going songs. to see in Europe, Kip? Yes, I'm flying to Prague to see Blink-182 in yeah. September. There you go. Hell yeah. Not, not the uh, first weekend in September, is it? Or last weekend in September? It's grand final weekend, I believe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the penny drops. Yeah. <clears throat> not, we not good? That, not that either of my teams will be there, so. Oh, ye have little faith. What is it? Selwyn Cobbo thinks... Thinks the Bronx might go all right with the coach. He doesn't think much of the coach as a coach either, does he? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Who are you supporting this year, Mason? Let's get yeah. that straight. Great question. Uh, Great question. Do, do, you're looking very dolphin-y. Just the vibe you give off. Fins up. Should I go fins yeah. up with a already... beautiful, beautiful jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who are my options? What should I put my money on? Just stick with the team. Stick with the Cowboys. If all right, I'll I'll stick with them. Cowboys, it is. Cowboys, it is. Hey, big episode, fellas. Uh, we got MLS twenty twenty three season kits. Talking F one uh, liveries. We've got uh, Matilda Pride A League expansion and some inclusive uniforms. And then we're going to jump into the Paris twenty twenty four pictogram release and we might play a little game uh if you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show visit our instagram page at field of design podcast and look for the episode 43 highlights reel you can also find all source articles and reference links links in our episode 43 blog at thefieldofdesign.com you can get in touch with us via instagram or via email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com nick why don't you kick us off? Yeah, uh, well, like I say, MLS um, always comes out, all their kits always come out at a different time to the European squads, and we've had a release for 2023. And in the MLS, teams do sort of alternating drops. So one year they'll have a new away kit, which will last for two years, and the next they'll have a new away kit. So some teams have got a new home kit, some teams a new away, um, all 32 or whatever teams it is. Jesus. How many? So, so many s- of them. Some teams. Um, yeah, all, all done by Adidas, uh, league-wide sponsorship, of course, so all pretty within the same sort of look and, and feel. Um, and I'd probably like to bring your attention to... Uh, well, we'll start with the bad. So Toronto and... Mm-hmm. New England Revolution, two okay. horrible new kits. 
yeah. New England Revolution. I love that logo rebrand they did a couple of years back, but the kit is a bit of a shocker. Dodgy red sash on a white base with sort of gradiating more sashes. <laughs> yeah, like like a like a rotating uh, flare. Yeah, like yeah. a like a sun flare, light flare. Yeah. And then Toronto, all they need to do is swap those sleeves to the black and it'd be a great kit. But red sleeves with charcoal and black stripes, hoops on the body. So, yeah, that one's a bit average for me. What's the detailing on the tape? Is that anything in particular? Yeah, it looks like a wave, waveform. It's a sound wave, I believe. Yeah, sound waves. Um, So... The club's greatest moments and the sounds of the Toronto FC Knights are stitched into every kit. Yeah. There you go. That's dope. (laughs) Um, More music, uh, a good one. It's just a black T-shirt, really, but the Nashville Man in Black kit, uh, Johnny Cash inspired. He's obviously from Nashville. Um, I love this one. It's got his little signature on the back. Mm-hmm. A little lock up on the left hip of a famous photo of him, and mm-hmm. um, just the fact that all those badges are a monochrome and and tonal uh, really works well. Obviously, including the league badge on the sleeve there. Uh, so I think that one's a fantastic kit. The man to create the greatest ever cover song of all time. Hurt Alleged. from Nine Inch Hurt from Nine Inch Nails. Not allegedly. It's fact. <laughs> <laughs> check it i'd check um, it if it's fact but it's a decent shout yeah um dun, dun, yeah dun. cool how can <laughs> another you, couple how could you possibly not mention this seattle kit oh i was getting there i was getting yep. there so Patience, another one's um yeah I'll quickly get run through columbus seattle portland um wow. and the new york red bulls i think Looking quite decent. Also, LA, LAFC, not too bad. Is, that is there anyone you haven't known? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the other 30? <laughs> <laughs> I think, but, uh, I mean, the, this is my favorite league, I think, for new kids. And like, yeah. we've had this conversation before. If you're an NRL fan, you probably, you know, think soccer's a little bit, little bit boring or they don't do enough or. Righty, righty, right. Like we've heard that spoken before, but it's uh, it's the details with these kits, like the the yeah. quality that goes into it, the badging, the little motives that they include, like the sound wave that was mentioned, um, the stories, like the fact that they got, you know, obviously got Johnny Cash's estate on board and did a, a whole kit dedicated to him, like the Seattle ones, a, a whole kit dedicated to Bruce Lee. Like where else are you seeing that? Like you see a little bit in Europe, like you brought up some some kits where they try and do stuff like that, and it comes across as tacky. But these are just unbelievable, classic, really awesome. And um, yeah, I think you probably mentioned it. You mentioned basically every team there, but the um, Minnesota United one's pretty awesome as well. Mm-hmm. With those, Is that the uh, uh, the Northern Lights one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the target logo on the front's a little bit shit house, but <laughs> um, yeah, some really quality kits. Like I said, jump on, have a look at the details, have a look at the the badging quality, and and yeah, tell me that they're not something to get excited about. Yeah, you guys have pretty much mentioned all the ones that I listed down as my favourites. Um, that Minnesota one as well, with that um, that three uh, D 
3D vinyl um, tactile logo on the the left chest there. It's just it's art. It's just a piece of art, wearable art right there. Love it. Yeah. Now they've all got those um, rubber or, or silicon badges, as we say, and um, yeah, so much effort goes into them. They've all got stories that work, like we say, not not just tacky. Um, and then they're even getting, you know, street artists and sp- luxury designers involved. Um, the New York Red Bulls one, sportswear designer Daniel Patrick, um, and just a little marketing video they did with him. It was kind of like a dip dye inspiration mm-hmm. for, for that one. Um, annoyingly, the New York Red Bulls jersey will be completely ruined by the back, the lower back. They basically have a massive New York Red Bulls written out in red across it, and it always looks terrible on every kit they have. So Yeah, okay. wouldn't say I love that one, though. I like the that kind of watermark feature that they've gone going on in there and that that pattern but i wouldn't say i love it did we yeah. did we mention uh houston i couldn't remember after the 33 uh, 33,000 teams that you listed are you talking the orange or the black kit orange the orange one no That's we that. didn't mention that but um yeah i'm a fan of a lot of houston kits i love their logo um i have their the current black away kit um yeah so that yeah that's that, another good one that color is just um Pops, quite, eh? quite mesmerizing too yeah <laughs> i think uh they've they're onto something there with that color killed it yeah great any more thoughts Moving on. Uh, tell me about yeah. the reds uh yes yeah, so the reds have unveiled their 2023 indigenous jersey uh designed by future indigenous Leaders program student uh, Neliana Saltner in collaboration with Canterbury, New Zealand. Uh, Red's uh, 12th Indigenous jersey, and it will be in front and centre at Suncorp Stadium. Um, yeah, I think this is kind of similar vibes to, to last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, need we say o- more? <laughs> oversized dots. Yep. Uncanny yeah. Valley. Yep. Yeah, I'd say probably leave the the sleeves. I'm not a fan of raglans being a different color to the body, so leave the sleeves white, I'd say. Um, but good to see that they'll use it, um, I think, as an away jersey as well. So it'll be the first time it's used outside of Queensland. Yeah, be worn by both the men and women's team for selected away matches this season. Yep. So it looks like this, you know, could be transitioning away from it just being an Indigenous round yep. garment to, you know, an alternate, which I actually think, I think we've mentioned before last season, That's this is something that's probably going to start to happen more and more frequently in the Australian landscape uh, yep. across all sports. We'll start, start to see more Indigenous features um, included um, in home and away, regular season uniforms. Let's talk F1. Yeah, let's go. Um, uh, since we always get a bit of love for the Ford liveries I bring out in both years, I guess. Yeah, um, yep. It's going to become a tradition. But yeah, the most of the F1 teams, I think they're all out now, have released their new liveries. Um, 
couple of standouts. I think McLaren stands out. The orange uh, one? Yeah, to me, they're slowly reducing the amount of orange. I don't like when they have the full orange, but the black with the, the sort of orange and blue as secondary colors looks great. As a I just love the chrome on the wheels. Yeah, exactly what I was <laughs> The sponsor yeah, integration yeah. there is just on point. <laughs> um, Red Bull hasn't changed. Haas coming away from those Russian colors they had for a few years back. Hmm. Uh, love the Boy. Williams one. <laughs> well, they were their their head sponsor was a, a Russian guy, and they had Russian Russian driver. So um, yeah. that sponsor's not as heavily involved anymore. Uh, Williams is cool though. Alfa Romeo is probably getting the most love um, with their sort of addition of more black, mm-hmm. and then um, Mercedes as well have gone back to the fully black rather than their silver arrow that they seem to swap in and out of every few years. Yep. Yeah, for me probably Alpine. Uh... Don't mind the Aston Martin colours. I know it is kind of, it is their colours. But um, the, yeah, the McLaren one is the winner for me. Uh, cool. All right. Let's keep going then, hey? What else have you got for us, Nick? I don't know. What else do I have? Um, Ike. Yeah, so Ike Athens. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember last year I bought up uh, this club. They released a, a Royals kit as a special edition kit. Uh, last year and this year they've got another very special edition uh this one features um an oil painting like a oil painting graphic of the mm-hmm. sun table um which is like an oil painting from the 16th century and one of the oldest known depictions of St- stockholm um the gold there's metal flaking throughout the logos and the gold uh, and on the cuffs, yep. shorts and, and socks. So um, you'll get that bit of glimmer in the on-field versions. Uh, and then just look at that box that it comes in. Um, I think this is actually getting released like last night. Mm-hmm. So recording on a Tuesday and I think it's just been released. So either they're all sold out or I'll be jumping on after the episode to have a look. So that the retail, they come in that box. Yeah. Wow. That's not a bad logo. looking kit. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, this is um, Nike's little play thing. I can um, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, every kit they release is is always pretty special. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about those color combinations too that just just work, don't they? Mm. Uh, is that badge embroidered or is it silicon? Does it say? It, it, it looks embroidered, but it's not. Uh, I think um, pretty sure I read that it was um, woven sections with with silicon. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So a bit of both. Yeah. Very clean. Very clean. Uh, okay. What do we got here? So, um, Matilda's pride. So to celebrate Sydney world pride, 2023 and the football, uh, truly being for everyone, the Combank Matildas proudly donned LGBTQIA plus pride colored numbers during their cup of nations match against Spain. So football taking well-advanced steps compared to, well, 
rugby league, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> will we will we see um, will we see more from the AFL this year? Do you think? Probably Definitely not. Definitely AFLW. Yeah, you you'll still get St Kilda in Sydney probably, but I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to sort of see how long it's going to take for some of these sports. I think. It's probably highly likely that the NRL are going to be gun shy for quite some time. Who knows was, what the AFL is doing? There was that um, that the NBL. Uh, co- coaches forum. Yeah, well, we even talked about it. I think in Ep One, didn't we, Nick? Um, uh, with Cairns, there was some issues there with with Cairns. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the NRL had that coaches forum a couple of weeks ago, and I think less than fifty percent of the the coaches were even keen to to consider it and you, you nearly wonder whether they're just, you know, the coaches are obviously part of the high performance department. Their, their primary focus is getting their players out on the field, but yes, I think you're right. It's going to be some time yet. Do we yeah. think, um, do we think numbers is a bit of an afterthought? Uh, I don't know. Like what, what would you do? Like the trim, necklines and cuffs? Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just a bit. You're right. Here you go. There's your box text for the week. Yeah. Uh, what do you I reckon? Know. I don't know. Is is it better than nothing? Yeah. Better than I nothing. I suppose is the question sure. that I would return. Yeah. Rather see something than nothing at all. So small steps, I guess. It's also, yeah. Are they restricted by um, the you know the competition that they're in? I don't know. Cup of Nations match. They already locked in with certain things. You know how far in advance would they have needed to to prep that stuff? You know, you guys know what it's like. Afterthought yeah. for for someone might be you know twenty four hours afterthought afterthought for a situation like this could still be, you know, like a month or two yeah. <laughs> yeah, in some circumstances. And yeah, like, okay, maybe I think it might be a bit of an afterthought or, or people might think that, but it, it wouldn't be for the little kid that looks at it and thinks, you know, I can relate to that. No. Or, or the adult doesn't have to be a kid, but yeah. So I guess it comes from where where you're coming from as well. Yeah, uh, and and on a similar path to that, similar trajectory to that, uh, we have inclusive uniforms from the Firebirds. So this came out earlier this week. The Queensland Firebirds will showcase uh, Valor Sport in their range of inclusive netball uniforms on the elite stage at uh, this weekend's Suncorp Team Girls Cup on the Gold Coast. Firebirds players will wear their choice of uniform through the three-day competition, showcasing the options available to athletes under Netball Queensland's inclusive uniform policy. So I've been working on this one for a while um, with the crew at, at uh, NQ, and um, yeah, I'm actually really excited to to see this. Obviously, by the time this goes out, I think the first, well, actually all of it, it'll all be over by the time this comes out. But um, I think this will be the first professional team um, in netball, definitely, maybe in other sports as well, um, to ever take take the court or field with players wearing different uniformed items in 
in the clothing that they're comfortable with. So it's something that um, I'm really proud of and, and something that I'm, I'm really glad that, that the Firebirds have, um, yeah, have, were keen to do too. So, yeah, it's a big step for us. Where's a quote from you in the article? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> That's a great question, mate. Uh, look, I, <laughs> I know when to... Matthew, Matthew Knight cut your grass by the looks of things. My boss. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think I know when I am to just sit back and appreciate, I guess. Um, and there's a time mm. and place for certain people. And mm. all right. mm-hmm. Trouble in paradise. All right, not at on. all. Absolutely not. Uh, and um, sticking with that for a second, gymnastics. So they have gone also with releasing an inclusive uniform policy, which out, uh, outlines the uniform requirements and options available for participation and competition at all national events. So Nick, um, you will have the ability to choose if you would like an individual leg or double leg and arm length and leg length. So when we see you, you out there again. You don't try and be flexible, flexible mate. No? World's most <laughs> inflexible man. How many hamstrings? He's as stiff as a board. <laughs> well, you know when you and... sit down and reach for your toes? Like I can't even get past the 90 degrees, let alone like reach my knees. That's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. That's very bad. Uh, and the last one here, which uh, not really design related, but it could be down the track, is uh, A-League expansion. So a team from Tasmania is in contention to be part of an expanded A-League by the start of the 25-26 season. The APL intend to expand the league to 16 clubs for more than the current 12-team model. Um, They want two in the 24-25 season and an additional two in the 25-26. Other cities looking to uh, join, uh, Canberra, Wollongong, Auckland, North Queensland, Gold Coast and Fremantle, as well as a second Brisbane team. Gee, there's some shit ideas in there, isn't there? Gold Coast, how are they they for expansion teams? North Queensland's already failed, as is the Gold Coast, actually. Um, Perth Glory's won... Bugger all ever, well, since the A League. So, why would you need a second Fremantle team? I'm sure an Auckland team. Eh, Auckland's failed, failed as every well, yeah. single time. Football <laughs> Kings and um, New Zealand Knights. So Wollongong, do we twice. need another New South Wales team? And I'm not sure whether we need another Brisbane team as well. But anyway, um, looks like everyone's looking at the Tasmanian Jack junk jumpers and perhaps getting a little envious about the, the Apple Isle or whatever the those two-headed pricks are playing out. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, yeah, I think that the A-League. Of the A-League. <laughs> or Tasmania for that matter. <laughs> Sorry to all our Tassie listeners. Beautiful, actually. <laughs> it actually is delightful. Uh, yeah, um, the A-League made this mistake last time. They went too hard too early and uh, failures in Gold Coast and failures in... Um, North Queensland, didn't they? And it only took, I think, three three or four seasons for both of those teams to go defunct. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it is that they're, they're looking for here. I guess it's a money grab for it, them. The A-League is obsessed with derbies, with local derbies. They're so obsessed with that whole notion. Um, the Wanderers have obviously been successful, but, you know, they think they can just keep pumping in teams that create local derbies and that will be their little paydays to get them through the season, I guess. 
Because what are, they're on Paramount Plus in Australia at the moment. You can't even watch it on free to air. Is that right? Oh, fuck Diviner. They're not <laughs> moving memberships wherever they are. No, that's su- their biggest problem. They need to take the hit in their broadcasting, get it on free to air, get or, or free to, you know, streaming, whatever, or at least a platform that is. Um, at least KO. Know, yeah. Is it on KO? Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't, I don't no, think it is. It's on sure. Paramount. Which is is it on ten play as well, or oh, there might be one, one or it two games. Be. But let's be honest, that app is absolute shithouse. Ten <laughs> place, sort your app out. You're on notice. Um, that you need to get eyes on it, otherwise you're going to lose it. Like you can't rely on the Socceroos to be doing well at international events. Um, they have the biggest participation at junior sport, but they also have the massive drop off by the time you get to, um to adult age or, you know, older. Um, Tell anyway. that to rugby. Yeah. Well, they're on Stan Sport too, not just Stan. Anyway, that's my rant. Let's move on. This, this is a design podcast. Uh, la- last bit of news is uh, that uh, Paris 2024 have dropped their pictograms for the Olympics. And um, look, what I thought we might do is, is play a little game. So uh, about the pictograms. Not to be confused a... with a picogram, which is a unit of mass equal to 0.000000001 grams, just to make that <laughs> clarification. I'm, Thanks, mate. I'm really glad that you did because I could see how some people would get confused. So Made famous, made famous by uh, UFC legend John Jones when he tested positive for steroids and then claimed that it was only... Uh, Something like three picograms, is, which is the equivalent of a drop of salt in a swimming pool. So that's how I know what a picogram is. There you go. But I divulge. I learnt a new word tonight. Thanks. Borophil. More like borophil. <laughs> You're all a little bit more educated. So a pictogram, not to be confused with a, a measurement. Picogram. Picogram is a graphic symbol that conveys its meaning through its pictorial resemblance to a physical object. While there is evidence that the Olympic Games pictograms were around significantly earlier, it is the Tokyo 1964 Games that define the Olympic pictogram system we know today. Japanese, um, the Japanese had an additional obstacle to manage when hosting the Games in that not many competitors or spectators could speak or read Japanese. Though they developed a visual system to help competitors and spectators identify the different sports and find their way around the Olympic venues. From then on through Mexico, Munich, Montreal, Moscow, LA, Barcelona, Sydney, Vancouver, London, Rio, and everywhere else in between before finally coming back to Tokyo for the Summer Olympics in 2020 or 2021, however you're going to look at it. Um, the pictograms have continued to evolve and reflect a bigger picture for the hosts and the movement itself. As we mentioned very recently, the 24 host Paris revealed their iteration of the Olympic pictograms. The 62 images illustrate each of the Olympic and Paralympic sports in a unique coat of arms, paying homage to the complexity of each of these sports and what makes them original. Built around this coat of arms style, each pictogram is designed with features of three elements. One, a distinct tool of the sport it represents. Two, a representation of the playing field. And three, an axis of symmetry. Uh, So as I alluded to, before we go and have a a deep dive look into the Paris pictograms, I thought I might uh, poke your brains a little bit and we could play a little game. 
I'll pop up a uh, I'll pop up a series of pictograms on um, our feed. For those playing at home, we'll include them in the um, visual guide on our Instagram, and see if uh, if we can pick what the pictograms are and which event they came from. So, uh, how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to do like a buzzer system, or do you both just want to um, write alternate. in? Oh, you want to alternate? Yeah, no, no, no. We can write. Okay, so write them down. And show me on on the on the screen, or write them down in the chat when when you've both had a chance to look at them. And uh, I will try and keep a tally of who sucks. <laughs> all right, we might so, need all the help we can get, Kit. I'm not going to know which year they're from. Are we doing the year? I uh, back myself to get like the picture, but did, yeah, no yeah. Uh, no, come on, guys, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, if you can pick which Olympics it came from and the, uh, what sport it represents. How many have we got? 13? Uh, I've got, yeah, points. I've got 13 and I've got a bonus one there if, if we get that far, but we might call it a bit earlier than that. All right. All right. Here comes the first one. We just answering straight away or? Uh, have a look at it, write it down, put it on, put it up on the camera or type it in the thing. Might need to put some background music in this one, Craig. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I have no okay. idea what year is okay. that, but that's a is that an easy enough one? Okay. So, oh. okay, Kit has gone with the hammer throw. What's Oof. What's that? What's that? V A N. Vancouver. Vancouver, and uh, Nick has not even bothered with the. Nah, <laughs> screw, the <laughs> screw the event. And he's got volleyball, so it is in fact uh, a volleyball, and it is from the Tokyo, the first, the first Olympics to um, have formal pictograms. I even have their link open. Why did How I? How the fuck's that? that? Not the hammer throw. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's go. Number two. Are you, are you sure that's volleyball, mate? <laughs> I've done my due diligence. Are Come we looking on. at the same thing? All right. Here is number two. Let's speed it up. You've got a shorter time frame. Just yell it out. I don't know. Well, give yourself a moment to uh, don't don't hit the enter button. I don't even know to... where the Olympics has been, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you done it? Yeah. All right. What do you got for us, Kit? Where the fuck am I looking? Oh. Oh, that's badminton. Oh, oh, okay. So we've got Kit down for badminton, and Nick has gone with squash. He's gone with Athens. Kit hasn't disclosed a, a location. Uh, that was like a... Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh. All it right. just looks like one of those Greek statues. What sport was it? Uh, it was badminton. Not Can squash. we go back to the first one? Are you sure that's not hammer throw? I am 100% confident it's not hammer throw. The, the original website that I grabbed it off actually said that it was handball. And then when I did some more research into it, <laughs> it is actually volleyball. All right, Can we do a poll? I'll, I'll just send you this, <laughs> All right, we'll do a poll. That's oh, not, no, that's, that's cheating. 
That's cheating. You can't look at that yet. We're not done. Are you going oh back to God. Tokyo? Oh, I never said what I am and not doing. <laughs> All right, quick, let's go. Yeah, third one I'm in not, it. We'll I'm not guessing the Olympics. I'm just guessing the sport. All right, all right, all right. Okay, you guess the sport kit because I th- would guess that Olympics is Sydney. It is Sydney. Well done. Yes. Not even fucking popping up for me. Not I'm doing so shit. What the fuck? Yeah, it's clearly Sydney. That's Greco-Roman wrestling. I will allow that. That is wrestling. Yes, well done. What, what did you guess? Uh, I think we've already lost the uh, the flow and rhythm of the point system. It's a bit loose now, so we'll just make it up as we, we get go. A, we, we got that one right together, Kit. I got Sydney, <laughs> so. Okay, next one has come through now. That's um, synchronized swimming. Oh, well done, Nicholas. Yeah, clearly. But, and um, I know which Olympics that is. That's on. LA. <laughs> it is not LA. Sorry. That is, in fact, Moscow. Nope. Nope. The confidence is uh, oozing out of you. That is London, and it is synchronized swimming. Next one coming through hot now. Oh, uh, uh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> What's the court? That's handball. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good you, shout, Kit. You idiots. It's not handball. That's trampolining from Beijing. Oh, yeah. Ah. If you're a fucking jellyfish. (laughs) Who trampolines with their arms and legs all over the place? I feel like, mate. Is that Paralympics? I've just picked the easiest ones here, and you guys guys absolutely suck. (laughs) Mason. That looks. Have you guys ever fucking watched handball? That is identical to when they do that stupid little jump at the end and throw the fucking ball in the net. Let Let me share something. Imagine no, 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 no. wonder uh, what the no, curved no, no, floor was. How do on. I post shit? I don't even know. Yeah. I, I'm not even in the right inbox. That's how well I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's up when you're ready. Yeah, well, Is guess what? Look what I just shared and tell me that they're not identical. They, they are, are not in, identical. They are indeed identical. That's where they got Thank the uh, image Nick, from. Let's give each other the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this That one is... Um, is that if that's not water polo? Because why is there a little circly bit? Surely that's the net, right? If that's not uh, water polo, you can shut up, Mason. That's freestyle swimming. <laughs> freestyle <laughs> swimming. Yeah. What exactly is freestyle swimming? As in, just like that's an event, the act of it? doing freestyle. It's uh, it's marathon swimming. But why is there a I really thought you would have got that one. I really thought you would have got that one. Okay, here's here's the next what one. What the coming. fuck says that that's a marathon compared to any other type of swimming? <laughs> Rock climbing. Rock climbing. And that's from... Uh, uh, there we go. It is. Well yeah, done. Because yes. it's only been once. <laughs> uh, all right, you did that one too quick. I haven't got the next one ready for you. Okay, here we go. Oh. That's that 69ing. It does look like that. <laughs> That's judo. That's fucking judo. He's done it. He's done it. And bonus points if you can pick the the year or the. Oh, it's Olympics. London. It is no, not it's London. Too Beijing. painterly for London. Beijing. Uh, could be Beijing. Very quite famous one. Uh, quite uh, famous for their pictograms. This one. Uh, is Barcelona. Mason, you, you're the one who. 
Barcelona. Barcelona. There we go. Next one is coming in hot. Archery. Clearly. Surely. <laughs> it is not archery. No. It's not archery. Come on, guys. Clay Come on. Shooting. Come on. It's shooting. God. What's happening? These are like the easiest ones. Mason, this is your fucking fetish. That's handball. And that's identical to the one that we saw before. Yeah, it's the same image. Oh, Why is it the same it, one twice? Is it that not is basketball? Sign. Is it not basketball? Think about it. I'll give you one chance to change your mind. It's Mr. Reed Richards. It's basketball. It's very racist. <laughs> you were right. It was handball. And the um, Olympics it was from? Uh, an early I one. I 70s? I, 60s. I definitely know. Go on then, Kit. I nearly said Salt Lake City. <laughs> yes. It's ice it's ice handball, yes. Uh this no, is from this no, is I guess, from, I guess, I guess, I guess. It is clearly Mexico. Clearly not. Nope, it is Athens. Athens. Uh all right, now let's get that on is, to the Paris ones. That is shit for Athens. Why do they not do some Greek shit? Yeah. We're just playing into Mason's little fetish here. That's uh, table tennis. tennis. Very good. Very and can good. I just say I hate all the the new ones. We'll get to them. Let's finish. Let's finish this off, and, and then we can break them down. All right. Oh, get fucked. Surfing. Oh, he's done it. He's yes. done it. So good. interestingly, surfing. Uh, the only pictogram that I've just uh, looked at so far. Um, that doesn't follow the actual structure that they stated, which was a um, a, a four four way split grid um, pattern. Mm. Uh, and I think you can imagine why if you just take a slow look and have a think about it. I do not see what you are saying. Do not see. Do not see. Okay. Goring. Uh, next is that, one. Coming is that the in... Chinese Taipei flag that looks like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. We've already done our flag episode. <laughs> oh, this is um, um, with the ribbon. No, it's not. Artistic yes, it gymnastics. Are they some oars, maybe? And the boys could be. Oh, uh, rhythmic gymnastics. Boys. Yeah, yeah, rhythmic gymnastics. Sorry. All right. Yep, you got it. Well done. Okay. Sit down. Stop gaslighting us, Mason. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final one. Final one we got here. Swimming. No. I'm cheating now. Uh, marathon swimming again. Oh, he's done it. He's learned. <laughs> he's learned how to learn how to read it. Yes, it is, in fact, marathon swimming. How is it a can... marathon? It's uh, stupid. It goes for a really long time. Why is it not bigger than the swimming pictogram? It should just be double the size for no reason. <laughs> well, let's, um, let's go and take a look at him now, hey? Um, so, Kit, you're not a fan. No, I hate them all. They're okay. too abstract. They're too... Yeah, I, I don't like them. I like all the previous ones you've shown, even though the first one is hammer throw, but I do like them much better than this whole four-way fucking symmetrical bullshit. I was very indifferent when I... First came across them, I must admit. Uh, and Kit, you're absolutely right. This is definitely down my alley. One of my fetishes. 
true fetishes yes um i was very indifferent about it but uh looking over them over the past fortnight i've actually come to really appreciate and um quite admire them uh, i think we are past the age of pictograms being what they originally needed to be a wayfinding source um we have technology at our fingertips now we can scan something and copy the text and paste it into a um, translator and you know we have all of all of these different ways to um, communicate now that that the simple pictogram is probably becoming obsolete um, and over the last few olympics definitely i'd say since 2012 um, they have become more stylized and form part of the branding more than anything else um, as I said, I originally wasn't in love with these, but I think in the digital age that we live in, I've actually really come to admire and like them a lot. Um, I think there's some line thicknesses across some of them that aren't consistent. Um, and as I said, I think some of them break the rules a little bit sometimes. Um, I'm really interested to see how the hosts um, use and adapt them on screen and at events and everything else. But um, yeah. I give them a thumbs up. Mason, that first one that I said is a hammer throw, what, what Olympics is that from? Tokyo, the very first, well, very first official considered, considered official pictogram year uh, is, yeah, volleyball. Yep. Can we find, is there a way to find out what the hammer throw one actually looked like back then? Uh, so hammer throw would just fall under the athletics banner. So, so it doesn't get its own. It doesn't get its own, no. Um, I think it was the, the, the pictograms were a wayfinding um, design feature. So all of, you know, the hammer throw, the javelin, discus, all of those are, have always been featured at the athletics track in the inside of the athletics track. So athletics, it all falls under the, the same one. Mm, incredible that basketball and three-on-three three three basketball gets their own pictograms, but hammer throw doesn't. That's a great point. That's a really good point. I wonder if it's a branding thing because that three by three logo is hideous um, yeah, and it seems to be included uh, wherever it goes. Yeah, and then another thing, equestrian dressage, equestrian eventing and equestrian jumping all get their own. I'm just fucking saying. Yeah, are they not just like at a field? I don't know. I'm not really familiar. That's not... Uh, the broadcasts that I tend to tune into, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Um, yeah, oh, feels sexist to me. Why? Isn't it <laughs> one of, one of the only sports where women are superior to men at equestrian? Uh, uh, I not putting any words in my mouth. I have no I idea know. how what makes them superior. They're just known to be better yeah okay uh it's a bit like if we're gonna go down that route then um the whole like bmx freestyle and skateboarding yep. wouldn't that be yep. at the same place i don't um, yeah maybe why yeah, does skateboarding probably... look like a plaster as well yeah you know i i nearly put skateboarding in as one of the ones to um <laughs> for you guys to pick but i actually thought it was a little bit too um yeah, that, obvi obvious can't even find that, it on here now. Where that is, is it? probably the trickiest one, I think. The skateboarding, skateboarding one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. See, I saw just the the four screws on the top of the board, and I thought, oh, that's going to be really obvious. But mm. yeah, and then the okay. wheels. To be honest, I think the shittest one, because I'm kind of with you, Mason. I, I don't mind them. I, I quite like the fact that they've gone with this coat of arms look, but there's a few that have sort of just been phoned in. Um, <laughs> the equestrian ones are pretty dodgy, but the shittest one has to be mountain biking. Like, that's just trash. Yeah, just, <laughs> they haven't yeah. even bothered with that one. Sailing's pretty rubbish right underneath Weight, it. Weightlifting looks like something you'd download off Shutterstock. <laughs> yeah, mm. you are. that is true. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably a bit rough to say they phoned it in. I imagine with all of these pictograms, the designers have you know got millions of them of their own. I haven't seen a, a video of the you know behind the scenes development of these, but I know um, you know with London and um, Rio in the past, um, there's been behind the scenes design and developments of those pictograms. Mm. Um, and bloody hell, the amount of work and um, not Q&A, what is it, quality QC that needs to go through um, to get them kind of finalised. Um, pretty much just, you know, like I imagine that surfing one did, you know, they probably came up with that concept and then laid in the piece, worked out that there was a bit of an issue there and had to adapt. Um, Why is there a fuel, fuel bowser on fencing is what I'd like to know. Fancying. Let's have two a look. fuel bowsers. Uh, I wish I knew my alphabet. Anyway, B, F, e, F, F. F. Come on, G. where's F? Oh. well, yeah, okay. <laughs> the fuel pumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's their masks, mate. They're weird mask things that they wear. All right. Um, no, I'm with you, Mason. I like them, but there's a few dodgy ones. I hate yeah. them. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next segment um, introduced this year, which is, hey, hey guys, um, check out this design. Uh, and I wanted to, I know that you guys would have seen um, this Instagram account um, going through our field of design um, page anyway, and that is the messenger at the messenger RL. Um, his posts, or his, I'm assuming it's a male. I'll, maybe I'll just go, the Messenger's posts are great. I think it might be theirs, potentially. Theirs? Okay. Yeah, more than one. All right. Well, that makes it a little bit more interesting then. Um, look, their posts are great. Their lo- rugby league content is great. Um, I think the the designs that they're doing for apparels and, and logos are, are re- really fun concepts in there. But where I wanted to... Um, to draw your attention to was um, I think that the messenger, they are nailing it with their photography posts. Um, they have this amazing ability to suck you into the, um, the, the bigger environment that they're in and, and focus and hone in on the little moments of being at the game or around the ground. Um, the messenger had a post on the, the 10th of January um, where they're at, they were at the SCG um, and there's a on that on that um, reel. There's a a particular post of a, an empty grandstand with remnants of a, a crowded stadium, perhaps only you know moments before. And it really just you know captured my eye and and the imagination of you know what was there at that stadium only moments before. Um, you know, it's, sometimes the shots are of the most simplest things. Um, you wouldn't 
you wouldn't necessarily notice some of the photos, you know, the items that they're taking. Um, you know, you're probably checking your, your, your Twitter or your sports bet as you're arriving or leaving the games. Um, but the, the, the photography there is actually quite truly amazing and, and it's those simple but heartfelt perspectives um, that should be soaked in and appreciated. The write-ups that go with them are, um, are really good too. So I just wanted to do a shout-out because, yeah, the shots are amazing. Yeah, I've got something to say. There's a, a post that you made the link to. I think it's the first link, and it's of them at Belmore. It must have been a game between the Bulldogs and whoever it is. Uh, it could be the Tigers, maybe. Anyway, that Tigers jersey, never understood why there's just that random purple stripe. So if anyone knows why, could you let us know? Because it's always um, done my head in. They just, uh, oh, they just yeah. a random purple stripe on that Balmain Tigers, I think, like, 1996 jersey. Um, and me not growing up in with the NRL, I never knew why. I'm sure there's a reasonable reason why, but someone could educate me. I'd be much appreciative. Cool. Me. That pretty much sums up most of the episode guys um if we've missed anything please let us know uh do you agree with with kit on the paris 24 pictograms or you're on our side of the fence nick and i's do you um do you love what's what's come out this year um please get in touch if you just want to say good day you can send us an email at field of design uh, podcast at gmail.com or you can message comment or tag us at field of design podcast on instagram or block us or block us too. Uh, Isaac on Instagram um, got in touch uh, relating to uh, the Brisbane Heat. Um, he says, uh, imagine you guys have seen it, but the new Brisbane Heat Indigenous jersey is fire. I think that um, that was during the off-season, in fact, um, that message came in. But I think we all agreed that, that um, it wasn't yeah, not the, a bad jersey at all. It was a black face one. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, we have Mount Wellington getting in touch on our post for contender of worst jersey of the year. Uh, Napoleon's Valentine's Day kit. Yeah. <laughs> um, then Wellington, there you go. We'll... Tell them about his collection. Very incredible. Very incredible jersey collection. He's a Warriors fan. Does yeah. he have every single one? He's got and more. And, and, he ha- and he hates the uh, the bush the the bush shirt jersey. <laughs> he hates it with a passion. The yellow and black one. Well, Mount, yes. Welling- Mount Wellington says, uh, "Come on, that title was already at Lee RLFC late last year. It's this leopards. the Lee Leopards. It's this year's home jersey, leopard print away jersey, blue leopard print training jersey. All three have that lips covered jersey." easily um rick fsc also jumps in on the post saying dolphins will still give it a good run uh, yeah, have... to be fair it's like comparing you know the fecal matter of various animals like they're all shit in the end are they <laughs> brutal 
Uh, Mac Dowling gets in touch uh, regarding the Waratahs 2023 kits. Love the IC Heritage collar. Really made the... Nick, can you... Thank you, mate. Get off the text so I can read it, <laughs> Chief. Love the IC Heritage collar. Really made the 2023 Queensland jersey one of the best. Uh, and Fletcher got in touch on Instagram to... Um, to reach out and say, hi, guys, love the podcast. As someone who's looking to get into the industry, what are the best ways to go about it and getting a foot in the door? Um, we replied to Fletch directly, but, uh, guys, I think, you know, we've mentioned it a few times. It's just networking, getting yourself out there. Yeah, um, hopefully listen to the episode with Reese because I think that sort of um, sort of breaks it all down quite well. So get on that episode and, and keep working, mate. That's it. Before we stray too far from from pictograms, um, <laughs> my favourite movie of all time is Billy Madison. Of course, Adam Sandler movie from nine ninety five, and then there's the old lady who's um, famously says, "If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis." Anyway, there's a part in the movie where she's just on a tangent. She's like um, going on about a horseshoe. So, what is a horseshoe? What does a horseshoe do? Are there any horse socks? Is anybody listening to me? And the whole time Mason was talking about pictograms, I could just imagine him as that old lady. Just, what is a pictogram? What does a pictogram do? Is anybody listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> he does seem to like it. Oh, I, come on. I really hope there's. Reach out, guys. Please reach out. Like we're You're all in love with them. We're all sneaking into like. You know, picture magazines and Playboy magazines when we were teenagers, and Mason was just printing off pictograms in the computer lab. <laughs> Designers Digest. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're not, make sure to follow our Instagram at Field Design Podcast uh, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Try syncing your Bluetooth with your co-workers' headphones. Put them through the same pain and suffering you are by getting them to have a listen too. Don't forget us to leave us a review and some stars on your preferred podcast app. Kit, your first week back, mate. Bestow us with some stars. One, One for the star. amount of episodes you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe consider more than one. It doesn't really help hey. with our... Uh, all right. We don't all force right. people. Okay. They can give us Dead more time. if they want. You know, there's just going to be some smart ass like Jersey Tragic who just out of spite goes and gives us one star. <laughs> or you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. It's great to have the, the trio back. It is. Hell yeah. All right. Looking Until forward to new 90s alternate rock references next week. See how, see how we go. Mm. <laughs> Toodaloo. Catch you guys. <laughs> <laughs>